the Truth Express with your conductor, Erskine, who give you the latest on national news, politics, policies, business, and government issues. Coming back after a short hiatus of a couple of years, Dr. Jerome Corsi has come back with a vengeance. Uh, in 2004, he co-authored the number one New York Times bestseller, Unfit for Command, Swift Boat Veterans Speak Out Against John Kerry. This is the book credited with costing John Kerry the election. In the last eight years, um, Dr. Corsi has written eight New York Times bestsellers, nonfiction books, including Abomination, Atomic Iran, Bad Samaritans, Who Killed Kennedy, one of my favorites, the last book uh, ever on the Kennedy assassination, the best book ever on the Kennedy assassination. It tells it all. Partners in crime about the Clintons, the blockbuster killing, uh, killing the deep state, silent no more, how he became a uh, war of the state came after him for telling the truth and they wanted him to lie. That's another story. Silent no more. How I became a political prisoner of Mueller's witch hunt. And his most important book he's ever written, I believe, right now. And, of course, he wrote a book called Coup d'etat, which was excellent. But I think the most important book you've ever written is right now. The truth about energy, global warming, and climate change in an age of disinformation. This book tells it all. Tells why we're having what we're having. Why they're doing what they're doing. And how that all of this comes together in a diabolical dare I even say, demonic plan to destroy civilization. They call it the Great Reset. They never tell you what the Great Reset is. We're going to tell you today what the Great Reset is. That's exactly what this is about, the Great Reset, isn't it, Dr. Corsi? Yes, exactly. This is exactly what, First of all, Erskine, it's great to be back with you. Oh, it's and good I to have to, you back. I had to take a couple of years to really recover from the Mueller investigation. <laughs> right. They wanted to put me in prison. They never indicted me, but it was a horrendous two years of going through, not knowing what the future was, spending enormous amounts of money, great strain on family. My wife was a, a real heroine through it all. Absolutely. And, um, now I've written this new book on energy, the truth about energy, global warming, and climate change, and I'm really delighted to be uh, back with you. I've always enjoyed your show. I think you're one of the best. Thank you, sir. The Great Reset, putting everything in total control in the hands of the elites, making uh, all of us slaves with the Green New Deal. That's number one. And two, having we the people focus on critical race theory, reverse racism is what that is, uh, the border, transsexuals, abortion, etc., so that they can keep uh, keep us in chaos and complete their uh, overtaking of us unhindered. That's what they're doing. They're having all this other stuff that's just coming in so that we won't look at what they're doing on the top. It's like the magician's assistant. They are diabolical on this, Dr. Corsi, and you outlay it, outline it all in about 400 pages. I mean, this is one of the biggest books you've written, isn't it? Well, this this book is the first of a trilogy. I'm going to write wow. three books and call it the Great Awakening Trilogy. And this first one, which is the truth about energy, global warming, and climate change, it's in pre-publication sales on Amazon and on the Internet, on all the book sites, uh, is about the climate hoax, the fact that carbon dioxide is uh, going to 
we'll continue burning hydrocarbon fuels, we're going to destroy the planet and have cataclysmic climate change. This book really goes into the politics and the science to show that this is an ideologically based, almost religion, this this, climate hysteria, but it is not based in science. And um, the first part of the book, I show how it's developed under the Malthusians at the end of World War II, the Marxists, the neo-Marxists who want to eliminate hydrocarbon fuels because they want to remove the engine that allows capitalism to provide goods and plenty and wealth wherever it's allowed to thrive. And they want to basically reduce the human condition in order to enslave it. Uh, the Just to give you a snapshot of what the book covers, the carbon dioxide is a trace element in the environment. It, and going back, the Earth is some 4.5, 4.6 billion years old. Right. Well, if you go back into the prehistory, going back to the earliest days, carbon dioxide was much more intense in the atmosphere. Uh, in prehistoric times, it was 1 million parts per million. Right. And 500 million years ago, 500 million years ago, carbon dioxide fell to 7,500 parts per million. I, there were no human beings around. So right. There's there no little cavemen burning carbon fires, but and the carbon dioxide was much more intense. Today, it's only about 420 parts per million, barely measurable in the atmosphere. And if you look at the trend between 175 million years ago to today, Carbon dioxide is dramatically reduced in the environment despite the Industrial Revolution. But you know the funny thing about that, Dr. Corsi, we could use more because the more carbon dioxide you have in the atmosphere, the better the plants grow, the more food we have available. Human beings have always thrived in global warming periods. Sure, sure. the, the, The planet has gone through from... You know, cycles from the virtually beginning of ice ages and interglacial periods that have nothing to do with industrial activity. And, right. the, 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 and these are not caused by carbon dioxide. The carbon dioxide, from the scientific evidence that I cite, follows global warming. It doesn't cause it. It doesn't lead it. It follows it. The, the, you know, when the Earth is warmer, there's more carbon dioxide, more plants, more thriving energy, more people productive and living and expanding. Who would want another ice age to come around? No, no, you're a lot better to have it a little little warmer than too cold because the crops will simply not grow in the cold. You take Canada, drop of two degrees centigrade, and they're not going to be able to grow anything up there. But uh, the warmer is much better. Now, one of the things that uh, you talked about, they brought in CO2. This was to destroy capitalism. That's what it was all about, was to destroy capitalism, yeah. wasn't it? And, it's, and the, it's, it's man, yes. and they want to not only destroy capitalism, but they want to destroy God. Because God, we've learned, Dr. Uh, Tim Ball and others have talked about the sun cycles, and you talk about that in Chapter 5 of your book. But uh, talk about the sun being so important. 
And the fact is, they don't want it to be God. They want it to be man's fault. It's nobody's fault. It's the cycles that God set out. Well, carbon dioxide, because when we burn hydrocarbon fuels, carbon dioxide's released. Right. right. Picking that as the demon causing global warming, even though it's just a trace element, even though scientifically the Earth had far more carbon dioxide when there are no people here, but picking a few years, the you know, the last 15 years, let's say, and saying this is when the Earth's getting warmer, and look at all the carbon dioxide we're burning, uh, right. is in time series analysis completely flawed methodologically. Because if you look at the, what's the right trend? Well, you know, you say, well, our mutual fund's done really well in the last three years. Well, how to do it in the last five years? Well, we don't talk about it, not so well. It's a time <laughs> period you pick. And right. It, we have been reducing carbon dioxide dramatically. Independently, the Earth has been reducing carbon dioxide. Today, as a trace element, it's not capable of producing the kind of dramatic global warming effect that's attributed to carbon dioxide. And the science, the recent science, shows that carbon dioxide does not absorb infrared energy any more effectively than any other element in the atmosphere, including oxygen and nitrogen. Uh, the major greenhouse gas is water vapor. That's 70% of the, right. of the greenhouse gas, and that's the clouds. The clouds, the ocean currents, even cosmic rays have a much bigger effect on the Earth's weather and temperature than does carbon dioxide. Absolutely, but they had to use some way to bring the economies down of the people, some way to control the people. And carbon carbon is a logical thing. If you dislike carbon, then you dislike people. We're all carbon-based. And, and in fact, I show in the first three chapters of this book on the, you know, the future of energy, global warming, and climate change, I really want, I'm, I'm doing uniquely doing pre-publication interviews because I know the book will be attempted to be ignored. And I wanted to, rise in the range. Oh, this, of this is the one book. This is the one book, ladies and gentlemen, that explains everything. It's the whole agenda of the progressives is all summed up in this book. And it tells you what they're teaching the kids in school, which is wrong. And I'm so glad on the book that your forward is by Mark Morana. And Mark is uh, wonderful. He works with the climate uh, depot.com, a project of the committee for a constructive uh, for a constructive tomorrow he has done some really fine work he's a wonderful writer and again we're after climate truth uh, this book is 400 pages long got a thousand footnotes they predominantly come from the scientific research right uh, you to- you you produce the facts what they produce is they have politicized climate. They have politicized it. They have uh, taken God out of it. They politicized it, made man so important as a center, and they've been lying to us so that they can take over and control all production. This is what they want to do, isn't it? Exactly. And the agenda is really a political ideological agenda. You're not permitted to disagree with it. You're not not, si- not scientific. It. Not scientific. Uh, it was like Al Gore said, uh, this is the facts. We we know what you can't disagree with it, and 97% of the scientists agree. No, they don't, do they, Dr. Corsi? When somebody says all the scientists agree, 
all of nobody disagrees with one thing or another. That's their way of saying you just sit down and shut up. We aren't going to sit down and shut up. It's about our lives, isn't it? That's right. And the idea that this carbon dioxide is the driver of Earth's temperature is nonsense. Because if you look at the Earth's <laughs> system of weather, and you know, climate is just weather patterns, the primary driver of heat on the Earth is the sun. And the sun right. has gone through minimums, it's gone through maximums, cycle 25, which we're in right now, looks to be a repeat of a sun minimum, which was cycle 24, which would mean we're probably headed to a cooler period of time and ultimately an ice age. Now, that may be 10,000 years, maybe 100,000 years in the future, but that's how you have to think geologically in geological time. Well, if you were living right now in Phoenix, you'd want a cooler time. It's 116 today. If you were living in England, you'd want a cooler time. But it has been cooler in England. They said it's coolest it's ever been. When the Romans were there, they had citrus in England. Now it's hot enough to where they must have some terrible, terrible uh, runways that even the runways are buckling and people are having all sorts of problems. But there was a time when it was warmer. There was a time when Greenland had no ice. Change is the only consistent in climate, isn't it? That's right. When we get back, we're going to talk about we're running out of oil. Yes or no? The Biden administration is quickly moving to implement the liberal fantasy of socialist spending. After spending a $2.1 trillion stimulus, the president and Democratic-led Congress have introduced another $3 trillion plan to add to our insurmountable debt, seeking to raise taxes on Americans making as little as 200000 a year. Have you seen the immigration footage? $87 million putting illegals in hotel rooms and our troops sleeping on parking garage floors. Could this be the biggest single gold buying opportunity in history? Well, Wells Fargo and Goldman Sachs say this is the time to buy gold. Patriot Gold Group, where your IRA or 401k can be in physical gold and silver, and you may qualify for no fee for life IRA. Call 800-356-4470 for details. Patriot Gold Group, Consumer Affairs top-rated gold IRA dealer, five years running. Call 800-356-4470 today. Dr. Jerome Corsi joining us. The truth about energy, global warming, and climate change in an age of disinformation. We've had so much disinformation over the years. And where we left off was that uh, we were told we're going to run out of oil. We're going to run out of oil. And who told us? M. King Hubert, the Shell oil geologist. We're going to run out of oil by 2005. We're going to run out of oil. But in August 19th, 2019, the U.S. production set a new record. We suspended, uh, we surpassed Russia. We surpassed the Saudis in 2018. Things were looking good. October 9th, 2020, U.S. had 22% of the world's proven coal reserves. We're not running out of coal. We're not running out of natural gas. We're not running out of oil. And there even were discoveries that we, that oil was, new oil was being produced. Now, This running out of oil is just absolute fallacy. This is another scare tactic, isn't it, Dr. Corsi? 
That's exactly right, Erskine. It's another. I wrote a book earlier. It's my third book. This book, the the truth on energy, climate change, global warming, is my third book on on energy and climate. Right. I wrote in 2006 the uh, the book Black Gold Stranglehold, and I showed there, and I devote a whole chapter in the new book to the oil and natural gas are not. Uh, dinosaur soup. They are not fossil fuel. Right. They, they're not produced from any organic material. Uh, when we look, when, when organic material, whether it's a human being or an animal or a plant or microbes or plankton or whatever, when they die, they decompose. You know, we right. bury people because when they die, they decompose and they stink. And I don't recall anyone ever buried up a, you know, dug up a dead person and found oil. <laughs> so you don't find oil when you dig up dead people. You know the the point is that uh, the at the during uh, the Weimar Republic in the 1920s in Germany, the German scientists Germany had a lot of coal but did not have oil. And wars 1920s, the German scientists said, let's figure out how to how to make petroleum products, diesel fuel and gasoline, out of coal. Those scientists came up with the equations that showed how hydrocarbon fuels are created, how they're synthesized. Sure, the Fisher sure. equations. And, and they can make it out of coal today, and they've been doing it certain places, right? Right. In fact, China's making a lot of it out of coal because China doesn't believe in any of this. China's buying all the coal and natural gas they can find in, in oil around the world. Right. And the point is that. It, the production of hydrocarbon fuels is a natural process. These hydrocarbon chains are produced under the temperature and and pressure conditions in the mantle of the earth where there are all the ingredients necessary to create hydrocarbons. And they upgas through the earth. You can see it in these deep ocean sea vents, which are exuding hydrocarbon gases and fuel every day, all the time, on an ongoing basis, newly created uh, the oil and natural gas seeps through cracks in the bedrock, and, and it pools in sedimentary rocks. And our geologists have always thought, well, it's formed by the ge- by those those uh, sedimentary rocks. But no, you know, Erska, we're pool, finding oil pools down there and forms like a, like rivers. Actually, right. right. We, we're finding oil and natural gas at deep ocean levels and deep earth levels. The technology is available. Way below the areas where there was ever any real significant life. You know, there were right. no right. there are no dead dinosaurs, no dead animals down 10,000 meters or further in the ocean bed. We are finding that deep earth hydrocarbons are abundant. And I quote Julian Simon, I think a brilliant energy economist, now deceased, and he said basically the fear we were running out of coal started in 1850, you know, the Industrial Revolution. We've always been worried <laughs> we're running out of natural resources, and we've never run out of any of these natural resources. Well, well, fear fear sells. In 2010, uh, there's prediction that natural gas, what's that come back and tell about the prediction? How fear is sold on this.
the Biden administration is quickly moving to implement the liberal fantasy of socialist spending. After spending a $2.1 trillion stimulus, the president and Democratic-led Congress have introduced another $3 trillion plan to add to our insurmountable debt, seeking to raise taxes on Americans making as little as 200000 a year. Have you seen the immigration footage? $87 million putting illegals in hotel rooms and our troops sleeping on parking garage floors. Could this be the biggest single gold-buying opportunity in history? Well, Wells Fargo and Goldman Sachs say this is the time to buy gold. Patriot Gold Group, where your IRA or 401k can be in physical gold and silver, and you may qualify for no fee for life IRA. Call 800-356-4470 for details. Patriot Gold Group, Consumer Affairs top-rated gold IRA dealer, five years running. Call 800-356-4470 today. Learn the truth about energy, global warming, climate change, in an age of disinformation. That's what the book is, The Truth About Energy. Learn the truth because they are trying to scare you. They are scaring you right into oblivion. We'll talk about that a little bit later. But in uh, 2010, a prediction that uh, natural gas had reached its max, 19.8 trillion uh, cubic feet, 19 uh, 19 then back in uh, 2010 and now it's 30.6 cubic feet actually oil reached the max at 6.1 million barrels 2019 now it's 12.5 a day is actual uh, 12.5 million barrels a day double what they said so all of these predictions none of them came to pass hydrocarbon fuels became politics not facts right Dr. Corsi well, that's right. In fact, the peak oil groups, you know, they, used to be, they used to demonize me because I, I disagreed that you know, oil was a finite resource and it was, it was organic-based. Right. Uh, and I said, that, you know, well, we could be, it, I said this in 2006, we could become the world leader again in the production of oil and natural gas, and under President Trump, we did so. We started becoming a net exporter in oil and natural gas. Right now, it's the politics this Marxist hate America, hate capitalism. You know, you've got the Biden administration shutting down the Keystone Pipeline, where they're supporting pipelines that Russia wants to put in place. And you see how Europe right now is abandoning all this global warming nonsense and doing everything they can to get a hold of natural gas so they don't freeze in the winters. Right. The, tech, the technologies of solar and wind are not scalable to be able to provide power to a city. You can put, you know, you can put a solar panel on your roof and get some electricity, but you can't power New York or Los Angeles or Cleveland or Chicago or any other city with solar panels. It doesn't not, work very well at night either, does it? It doesn't work when the sun doesn't shine or the wind doesn't blow. You've got to store it in batteries. The batteries are also environmentally unsound. These lithium batteries in the car very hard to mine, very destructive to the environment. And who produces the electricity? Electricity is generally produced largely through hydrocarbon fuels. Again, this is more of an ideological agenda. And what, what I point out in this book is that the Earth is a changing place. The changes that occur, we've had five extinctions. You know, the dinosaurs didn't disappear because someone was burning carbon fuels. No. We had a 
comet that hit. We had a thousand years of, of volcanic activities on Earth, throwing sulfur into the atmosphere. And I bring people into the idea that the Earth has expanded, that these plates have divided, that we have the oceans and the continents fit together because the Earth was smaller and got larger. And I point out to you that the you ask why the dinosaurs died, and they didn't die in a, a day. It took maybe 10 million years for most of the dinosaurs to go. It's largely because critters of that size could only get around in a lower gravitational field. You know, you we send men up to the moon, and they bob around like bunny rabbits because right. of the gravitational field. Well, okay, so a dinosaur that size trying to exist in this gravitational field would fall flat. You know, these big brontosauruses with these big necks and all these other features, those are adapted to a, a, a lesser a gravity, principle of mathematics. Well, we, we still got dinosaurs. We've got alligators. We've got crocodiles. We've well, got a course. bunch of them. They're still even here. Birds, but they were able, even, they were smaller. They could adapt. Right. And even birds. I mean, the point is, right. the difference in size is a difference in phenomenon. And an Earth that was smaller, lesser gravity, probably had a different orbit around the sun. Sure. And these are the kinds of changes that have caused five extinctions, not burning a little bit more carbon dioxide, a trace element, into the atmosphere. And but, the trace, but, but the burning yeah. of the carbon dioxide into the atmosphere is the agenda that fits their politics. Yes. Now, was their politics for to reduce the population? They want to restrict sexual intercourse. That's one that I'm certainly against. They want to uh, bring in abortion. I'm against that, too. They want sterilization. They want fertility control. They want control over everything. And a lot of that came off of Paul Paul Ehrlich's The Population uh, Bomb. For goodness sake, he was on The Tonight Show with Carson 20 different times talking about this. 1989 Population Bomb. And uh, you had Holdren. The explosive, and they said, that, I'm quoting from the 1970, uh, Paul and Ann Early, the explosive growth of the human population is the most significant terrestrial event of the past millennia. Three and a half billion people now inhabit the Earth every year. This number increases 70 million. Armed with weapons as diverse as thermonuclear bomb, DDT, massive humanity, threatens to destroy most of the life on the planet. Mankind kind itself can stand on the brink of extinction of its death throes. It takes with us other passengers of spaceship Earth. No global event in a billion years, not the emergence of mighty mountain ranges, submergence of entire subcontinents, not the occurrence of periodic glacial ages, has posed a threat to terrestrial life comparable to that of human overpopulation. So what they want to do, they want to get rid of people. That's what it is. If you'll listen, Bill Gates and others have said they want to get rid of people. The Georgia Guidestone that was just blown up said they want to reduce it to 500 million people. That was the number one thing on the Georgia Guidestone. I mean, all of this is their agenda. The whole thing is political and it's to get rid of people, isn't it? That's right. And if you, you know, where are the Bill scourge? Gates and, Bill Gates and the others want to get rid of people except for themselves, they want to get rid right. of us. You know, they, well, they're not—they're not people, Doctor Doctor Corsi. They're not people. They're the elites. They're above us. And, and I quote Julian. I sent the first three chapters of this new book talking about exactly what you're discussing, and I show that Julian Simon 
was an energy economist, said we'll never run out of these resources. He made bets with Paul Ehrlich and right. won all the bets. <laughs> yes, he did. That the minerals would be cheaper in the future because they were still abundant and we didn't run out. He won all those bets. But you have the Malthusian crowd that hates industrial activity, that hates our ability to produce a thriving human population worldwide and defeat it. They want wars. They want control. They want dominance. They want fewer people. It's, it's really an evil agenda. And it's not science-based. That's the point of my book. Uh, the, the truth of energy is that hydrocarbon fuels are efficient, they're cheap, and they can be burned without destroying the environment or the earth. And the truth about global warming and climate change is that the earth today has less carbon dioxide than ever. The earth has been a changing place with ice ages coming and going. And earth is only hotter today if you rig the data to say that the most recent post-industrial period is the hottest on earth. And it's just not true from the geological data. No, it is not true. And you've got, uh, and this was exposed by the gentleman who wrote the forward to your book, uh, the United Nations 2008, the magazine of the United Nations since 1946, published this essay by Professor George Kent, the University of Hawaii. Hunger has a positive value to many people. Indeed, it's fundamental to the working of the human economy, world's economy. Hungry people are the most productive people when there's a need for manual labor. How many of us would sell our services if we're not for threat of hunger? More importantly, how many of us would sell our services so cheaply if it wasn't for threat of hunger? The journal touts the benefits of world hunger has great positive value. Hungry people are the most productive people. In other words, they make the best slaves. This is all about putting people as slaves to the elites, isn't it, Dr. Corsi? Yes, that's Mark Morano of ClimateDepot.com. And he right. wrote the he wrote the foreword to my book, and right. he has a companion book out right now about the Great Reset. Mark and I have been working together since about 2004, and I greatly admire him. And my book is meant to supplement his book. Now he he came together. out. He he's the one who brought to the forefront this United Nations. So what did they say it is satire, and then the people ask him said. How many times has the United Nations ever presented satire? The answer is never. This wasn't satire. They're trying to pass it off as that. Well, that's always their excuse when they get caught. It was just a joke. The point is, look, if you go to the climate science, as I do, I demonstrate chapter after chapter, the drivers of heat on the earth are the sun, the, the system of the Earth is designed to redistribute heat. That's what weather's all about, from the equator to the poles. And it's oh, yeah. done through the ocean currents, through the clouds. Even cosmic rays impact Earth's temperature. And the idea that carbon dioxide is so powerful that it's this magic chemical, you know, hardly, hardly measurable in the atmosphere, so it's such a small percentage, that it's the driver of Earth's temperature is lunacy. And and legitimate climate science has repudiated over and over and over again. Uh, it is based on faulty methodological research. I show this, devote a whole chapter to showing how Michael Mann's hockey stick was right. predicated only by rigging the data. And, and, and not, only, not only that, but it was thrown out of court. 
because they couldn't bring the legitimate data in court. Tim Ball won that case because they refused, right. Michael Mann refused to take it in and said, I can't show you my data. Why not? Because it was totally fake. And we're finding more and more of the data that they have has been fakes, aren't we? I mean, this is fake science to the max. Right. The whole climate gate exposure of the emails that from Michael Mann and his group showed that it was a political agenda, and they were going to prove the carbon dioxide made the Earth warmer today than ever, even if the data did not show that. The data didn't show that, but they rigged the data methodologically. They manipulated it in order to come out with that result. The now, fact now is, one, one thing really quickly. Today they're talking about how hot it is. Now, I'm in Phoenix. It's always hot. But the fact of the matter is, oh, England never had this hot or anything else. That's weather. That's not climate. That's weather. That's, weather is a single-day event. Climate is different. It's a long-term effect. Right. Climate's a pattern of weather, and it's long-term. And one or two years doesn't make a difference. I've been, I'm in New Jersey. Now, today is warm, but we've had cool weather the entire summer. So, you know, again, weather is variable. First of all, you know, Arizona and other places like Arizona are typically warm. It may be a little bit more warm. England may be <laughs> exceptionally hot today, but that doesn't mean next year it's not going to be as hot. Right. Five or six years doesn't make a trend when you're talking about, in geological time, a real trend in time series analysis takes tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands or millions of years. You know, My mutual right. fund did very well in the last three years. Well, how did it do in the last ten years? Well, not so good. That's time series analysis. They cherry-pick the data to have the point they want to make, but the data has to be looked for trends over very, very long periods of time for the trends to be actually established. And what this has caused is it's caused a great reset to where it is uh, destroying capitalism. That is the end justification. Is that They want to destroy capitalism so they can control it all, right? That's why I put it meter on your house so they can turn off the heat if you have your house too warm or too cool in the summer. They want, But again, when they put in these renewable energies into hydrocarbon grids... Smart meters? Smart meters? That's another thing, smart right? Smart meters. But when they put the hydrocarbon fuels into the grid systems, we have burnouts. The, 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 the renewable energies are not as powerful as hydrocarbon. They're not as reliable, and the oh. idea of supporting an entire population, the entire world of renewable fuels is, in terms of energy physics, unfeasible. It's infeasible. It won't work. They're, the they're telling, they're t- you, know how, you know how silly it's getting, Dr. Corsi? They're telling people to have electric cars. Don't fill up because it's going to affect the grid. We won't have enough electricity. So you're going to have to quit driving your electric cars in the summertime. <laughs> <laughs> Besides, you, you, there's not enough changing stations. It may take you know four hours to, ch- to charge right, some of these cars. Right. You know, are you going to stand? And people only charge them a certain amount. Well, what if you're in a line where somebody's charging it for two hours? You're going to sit and wait for the charging station to open up. I mean, these are not practical. And then you've got a lithium battery, and we mine somewhere destroying the environment. How are you going to destroy that lithium battery? You're storing the energy. You don't have to store hydrocarbon energy in terms of putting it in the battery. It's available. When you burn it, it combusts. And the energy potential in terms of energy measurements of combustible fuels is more powerful than any other form of energy of wind or solar. 
Now, where do you get where do you get the lithium and all for the batteries? Is that right. from from here? I mean, there's only one nickel mine in the entire U.S. They won't let people mine, and you you're going to slave labor in Africa, which is literally using kids to mine it. And who controls it? The Chinese. It all goes back to the money. Who's getting the money? It isn't anything about the environment, is it, Doctor Corsi? No, and this whole idea that you know the Biden administration said, go ahead and pay for you know, $10 a gallon. We don't care. That's your price you're paying because you've been so foolish to burn hydrocarbon fuels. Well, no, ridiculous. no, no. You're wrong. It's, it's Putin's fault. No, it's the gas station's fault. Right. It's, it's, yeah, I mean, look, under President, Trump, Trump, under President Trump, we had gasoline and abundant energy at reasonable prices without inflation, except for the manipulation of these globalists who want to punish us and destroy our economic activity by attacking hydrocarbon fuel. 100% correct. The Biden administration is quickly moving to implement the liberal fantasy of socialist spending. After spending a $2.1 trillion stimulus, the president and Democratic-led Congress have introduced another $3 trillion plan to add to our insurmountable debt, seeking to raise taxes on Americans making as little as 200000 a year. Have you seen the immigration footage? 87 million putting illegals in hotel rooms and our troops sleeping on parking garage floors. Could this be the biggest single gold buying opportunity in history? Well, Wells Fargo and Goldman Sachs say this is the time to buy gold. Patriot Gold Group, where your IRA or 401k can be in physical gold and silver, and you may qualify for no fee for life IRA. Call 800-356-4470 for details. Patriot Gold Group, Consumer Affairs top-rated gold IRA dealer, five years running. Call 800-356-4470 today. The truth about energy, global warming, and climate change and age of disinformation will be out next week. It'll be out on Tuesday, actually. And so get a copy of it. Go up to Amazon, anywhere that you prefer to buy books. It's going to be there. It's going to be a bestseller. Grab it, grab it, grab it. This book tells you everything. Matter of fact, if you can get two, give one to somebody who's a liberal because they need to know this. They need to know about it. So get one to somebody who's a liberal so they can understand the truth of what's happened. The difference is that you can't teach the truth even in schools, even in colleges, universities, or elementary school. They have brainwashed children, haven't they, Dr. Corsi? Absolutely. In fact, children today are frightened that because we're burning hydrocarbon fuels, they're all going to die. Earth is going to burn up, and it's all our fault. Oh, AOC, Greta Thunberg, both of those are great examples of people going off the deep end. Right, and all the population of the Earth is not as significant. I mean, look, as far as the Earth is concerned, we're just the latest creatures here walking around the surface. Dinosaurs were here (laughs) 100 million years. Now, dinosaurs didn't go extinct because they learned how to create hydrocarbon fires. They didn't have their little you know, bonfires to warm themselves up at night. That's not why the dinosaurs went extinct. Uh, dinosaurs went extinct because a great comet hit the Earth and then probably could have, or asteroid, it could probably have split the Earth apart. We I think it's called, thousand, it's called the Gulf of Mexico was called. Gulf of that. Mexico, right. the Yucatan. Right. And, and, and 
they've shown the damage of that from the tsunamis all the way up to North Dakota, where they're finding the damage from wow. the from that. You know, this was a huge this was a huge impact, and then we had a thousand years of uh, volcanic activities in India and the uh, in Middle East, South, Southeast Asia, throwing sulfur into the atmosphere, which of course blocks the sun, and right. the, all of these were huge changes. But still, the dinosaurs. Uh, we're around for about 10 million years before they went extinct. And uh, I would say in some ways they're still around with alligators and birds and the like. But I make the point it's cataclysmic change. It's not the gradual change of a minor impact on the Earth. And cataclysmic change are what separated the continents. I mean, just think of all the changes we've had in Earth over 4.5 or 4.6 billion years. 80% of the Earth's history, pre-Cretacean, there were no creatures on the surface of the Earth at all. Uh, we, we are living on a planet that um, is fragile and changeable by nature, where cataclysmic change is the rule rather than the exception. And the right. idea that we're, we're going to change everything by burning a little hydrocarbon fuel is uh, scientifically uh, reflects a lack of understanding of how the world's weather patterns and weather systems operate their feedback and the whole systems. the whole idea dr corsi that man can be in control of this is absolute arrogance beyond uh, beyond anything we've ever seen yes and and the impact of human beings on the planet is relatively negligible the fact is that far greater forces you know the sun whether it goes through a, a minimum or a maximum the sun goes through a minimum earth's going to cool off and I discuss right. in the book the Milankovitch cycles, the, the fact that the Earth travels around the sun in an elliptical orbit, and this changes in 100,000-year patterns, and there's been correlation with the ice ages. These are dramatic changes in the pattern of the Earth going around the sun. These are the kinds of things that produce changes that are dramatic in the Earth's weather and temperature, not burning a little bit more hydrocarbon fuels. We've talked about three parts of your book. The first part is politics. Politics is so important. The second part is the science. We've covered a lot of the science. We haven't really gotten into the economics of energy, global warming, and climate change. We'll get into that next week. And when we get into that, that's really going to wake everybody up, I think. Don't you, Dr. Corsi? Oh, absolutely. People have no idea of the real energy potential of these different renewable fuels, or the economics, why China, why Germany, why other countries are desperate right now to get natural gas. Um, the EU even redefined and said, oh, natural gas is not a, it's not a hydrocarbon. It's not a hydrocarbon, it's not a hydrocarbon anymore. Yeah, no. right. I mean, this is, these are political definitions that are not science-based. Uh, just as the peak oil people, or the people who said that, oil comes from organic material it's fossil fuel these are theories that were wrong to begin with and they have been proven wrong by time get a copy now of Dr. Corsi's book he'll be back with us next week to finish up all aboard the truth express you can listen on your favorite podcast app or local radio station
Patriot Gold Group. Consumer Affairs operated five years running for your IRA or 401k. Call 800-356-4470 today. All aboard the Truth Express with your conductor, Erskine, who give you the latest on national news, politics, policies, business, and government issues. Dr. Elizabeth Levalit, MD. She's a person who I really admire. She's a leader in patient-centered, individualized medical care. Uh, since 1986, she's practiced medicine independent of insurance contracts. Uh, her Vive Life Center and Hormone Health Strategy Centers in T- Tucson, in Dallas, specialize in preventing preventative and climactic medicine. Her books include It's My Ovaries, Stupid, Screaming to Be Heard, Hormones, Connections, Women Suspect, and Doctors Still Ignore, and The Savvy Woman's Guide to Hormonal uh, to uh, PCOS. Uh, Dr. Valid is past director of the Association of Physicians and Surgeons. We'll put uh, the four shots on our military. We'll talk about that and much more. The BeavLifeCenter.com and uh, the ConservativePundit.net. Now, Dr. Valid has looked at the situation and We've got a really sad situation in medicine and science. Both of them have been corrupted by people like Fauci and others. They've been corrupted absolutely, totally. What to trust? Do you trust the AMA? No, that's why Dr. Bleet is with a different association, the Association of Physicians and Surgeons. That's the anti-AMA. Not really anti, but it's true. The fact that you have a lot of doctors, they work hard to get their degree and they're being marginalized. Science is being marginalized. They're doing COVID for children. Dr. Valit, this is insanity what's going on, isn't it, in medicine? Oh, it absolutely is, Erskine, and it's it's getting worse. And actually, it's even more absolutely malevolent in our military. And let me add to your intro oh. I actually am now also the president and CEO of Truth for Health Public Charity as a human rights organization fighting for medical freedom, providing... Give me, that, give me that, the website. Give me the website. It's Truth, F-O-R, health.org. And the Truth Express on your show and Truth for Health Foundation need to really link up in some pretty powerful ways. We can help a lot of people. We have Vaccine Injury Treatment Guide. We have the Citizens Vaccine Injury Reporting System. We have the military resources to help them in their fight against the forced COVID shot. And so we're really working on many fronts to help preserve medical freedom, help prevent the forced shots, and also treat the damage for those people who didn't know the risk and weren't told and now have complications of the COVID shot. We actually have a whole treatment guide to let them 
have the resources in their hands that they can do to help overcome the complications of the shots. Yes. Now, let's talk about a couple of things. Let's talk first about the military, then the complications, and then we'll even talk about some of the children. Now, with the military, 17 vaccines are mandated by the military before the COVID-19 shots. 17 different are mandated. Now, this goes against a lot of people's belief. Thousands of Army National Guard soldiers who haven't got the COVID-19 vaccine could be forced out. They're trying to force them out, out of the National Guard. This will decimate our military National Guard. These are people who are thinking people. Some of them have had COVID. Dr. Valit, somebody who's had COVID, should they take the shot? Yes or no, if they've had COVID? No. If you've had COVID, <laughs> in fact, in You're fact. You're 28 person, times better protected. And that's according to the Israeli studies. 28 times better if you've had COVID. But they still demand the shot. How stupid is that? Well, it's, it's, not, it's not that it's stupid. It's a malevolent control to force people to take the experimental shot. It's not incompetence and it's not stupid. It is a design weakening of our military. They know the damage of the COVID shot and they are using the mandate illegally and unlawfully for an experimental product to force people. They, what they're trying to do, Erskine, and this is very clear and it's, it's been discussed widely on many programs with our military service members that we've been doing. They are using this as a way to separate out the people who question an unlawful order, people who have religious faith objections, people who have medical exemptions and want to remain free of the damage of the experimental shot. And they are using it to keep only those in the military who are yes men, who take the shot who don't ask questions, who follow the orders, whether they're legal or not. It, wow. the, the thing you, your, your audience needs to understand, yes, there have been vaccines, traditional vaccines have been mandated in our military to maintain force readiness. We understand right. that. These are not traditional vaccines. They do not provide sterilizing immunity as traditional vaccines do, and they are experimental gene therapy agents with known risk that were known 20 years ago, and they went ahead with the technology anyway. So this is a whole different ballgame. It is an unlawful order in the military and in the civilian population to mandate an experimental use authorization product, whether it's test kits, whether it's masks, whether it's the COVID shots, whether it's the experimental use authorization, antiviral medicines, remdesivir, and the others. It, it is unlawful to force any citizen to take an experimental product. But the public doesn't know that, and they have been lying to the public saying they are FDA-approved. They are not. There is no FDA-approved COVID shot, COVID mask, COVID test kit available for anybody in the United States to use, period. Well, Dr. Valet, that's true for adults and especially for children. Now, you've got 40,000 
40,000 National Guard's troops who are going to be forced to take the shot. Most of them don't want to. You've got police who are being forced to. You've got people working in movies who are being forced to. You've got people working in jobs everywhere who are being forced to either take the shot or you can't work here anymore. They're doing this. All of that's unlawful. All of that is unlawful. And not only the National Guard, they're they're 200,000 military service members, over 200,000 military service members actually who are not yet vaccinated, who are... Can they fight it with religious exemption? Is there any way to fight that? No, they have denied blanket, blanket. In the Navy and the Air Force, for example, they denied religious exemptions across the board. The Army, there have been a few, maybe 2% of the religious exemptions that were applied for in the Army were awarded. They, They have a DOD policy that they are going to do their best to force that shot on every active duty military service member and get rid of those that won't take it. That is absolutely decimating our military readiness, our national security. It's hurting retention and recruiting, and they are forcing out our experienced people. The public needs to get up in arms about this and speak out and support our military and contact all of your elected representatives and protest what is going on that is decimating our military readiness. It's also decimated our flights, our pilots, and all of that. And they found out that the... It's time we talk about this, Dr. Philippe. We've got to talk about some of the problems with the shot. One of the problems is that it messes with the DNA and the RNA. This is the God particle. It messes with that. People's minds, it messes with that. But uh, it also causes myocarditis, heart problems. And they're afraid for a lot of pilots who've taken the shots. It's thought that Ivana Trump may have had, she had two shots just before she died. Other people are having clots, terrible clots. I've heard of uh, people who were embalmers, funeral directors, saying that they try to get the blood out and it's almost like plastic of those who die from the clots after they've taken the shots. You've heard all that, haven't you? Oh, yes. And then not only that, I'm in active medical practice. I'm seeing it in my patients who've been jabbed. I've, I've had six patients this week who've gotten the shots, who have elevated D-dimers and are at high risk of blood clots, and I'm having to treat them for the complications. That's just this week. Wow. I've been seeing complications oh in all of my vaccinated patients since the, vac- the COVID shot was rolled out. And we knew that that was coming. We were warning about it in the right. fall of 2020. Let me ask you one other question as a practicing physician. Have you seen a change Uh, This sounds a little crazy. In people's personality. Oh, yeah. No, it's not crazy at all. It's called frontal lobe syndrome. Yeah, because I've I've had people who were normal, and their entire personality, friends of mine, their entire personality changed. They became argumentative and everything, and they were always happy-go-lucky, friendly, wonderful, always happy to have them around. And after the shot, it's like somebody else walked into their body. It's like the invasion of the body snatchers. Uh, Well, Erskine, there's a reason for that your audience needs to understand. We have never 
in the history of vaccination programs worldwide, we have never had a vaccine that crossed into the blood-brain barrier, into the brain, into the nervous system. This COVID shot was deliberately designed to cross into the brain. It is causing brain inflammation from the spike proteins and from the lipid nanoparticle that contains polyethylene glycol, which is the ingredient in antifreeze. So the brain, the nervous system, the nerves, the spinal cord, spinal fluid, all of that is carrying these inflammatory particles that are damaging the brain. We can show it on MRIs. Wow. The people who are having, and they're having micro blood clots affecting their brain, these structures in the limbic system that regulate mood and sleep and pain and behavior. And then we've got the frontal lobe syndrome. The cerebellar syndrome is related to things that cause falls. So, for example, I read the news reports on Ivana Trump, and I'm thinking, okay, her friend said she had a difficult-to-navigate staircase in her apartment. Right, And the news article also said, She was having hip pain and leg pain. Well, if no one had checked her for an elevated D-dimer, she could have blood clots that cause a DVT in her leg. She could have blood clots in the brain. She She could have brain inflammation from the shots that are causing difficulty with balance. I'm seeing all of those things in all my patients. I read that news article and I'm thinking, yeah, somebody should have done a careful medical evaluation of her to see whether she might be at risk for complications of the shot. Wow, we'll be right back. The Biden administration is quickly moving to implement the liberal fantasy of socialist spending. After spending a $2.1 trillion stimulus, the president and Democratic-led Congress have introduced another $3 trillion plan to add to our insurmountable debt, seeking to raise taxes on Americans making as little as 200000 a year. Have you seen the immigration footage? $87 million putting illegals in hotel rooms and our troops sleeping on parking garage floors. Could this be the biggest single gold-buying opportunity in history? Well, Wells Fargo and Gold Goldman Sachs say this is the time to buy gold. Patriot Gold Group, where your IRA or 401k can be in physical gold and silver, and you may qualify for no fee for life IRA. Call 800-356-4470 for details. Patriot Gold Group, Consumer Affairs top-rated gold IRA dealer, five years running. Call 800-356-4470 today. I don't know what's happened to the lawsuit, but three doctors in uh, Texas have sued the uh, U.S. Food and Drug Administration this month. uh, Well, actually, it was in June for their crusade against ivermectin as a treatment for COVID-19. Now, I know for a fact that ivermectin works. I've had friends who've taken it. I know for a fact that hydroxychloroquine works. I know for a fact from everything I've heard that remdesivir is not that good. And there are other things that are not that good. But if you go into a hospital, nurses have been fired for recommending ivermectin. 
Nurses have been fired for recommending hydroxychloroquine to the families. You've got doctors who aren't be they aren't filling their prescription for ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine. You've got people like my friend Meryl Nass, Dr. Nass up in Maine, who they want to take her license for prescribing ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine because they know it works. Are they trying to kill people or are they why do they not allow a drug that works because it's cheap, because the drug company is making too much money? Or is it all of the above? What do you think, Doctor? Well, I, I think it's very clear that they have been present, preventing treatment with all of the longstanding, cheap, generic, safe medicines we've been using worldwide for almost 65 years. They all take an oath to save lives, and they're saying, no, we're not going to allow it. Why do you think they're not allowing the ones that work, ivermectin, hydroxy. You can get hydroxy over the counter. Well, it's obvious why they're not allowing it, because they want to push everyone in to the experimental gene therapy shot. They're closing off treatment options, so people are frightened and fearful, and they're pushing yeah. them into the COVID shots, which is not only making money, but it's it's a serving their agenda of depopulation and decreasing the natural immune system of human beings, altering God's design of the human body by altering the human DNA and genome. I mean, they've been talking about this for more than 20 years. The technology's been in development for 20 years. This is not new, and it's not a conspiracy theory. It has been a planned conspiracy to alter the human body as God designed it. They've been saying this for years. You don't have to take my opinion. Go listen to the earlier TED talk from Bill Gates where he talks about we can use vaccines to decrease the world population to manageable levels. He talked about that 15 years ago. He's been developing vaccines that cause sterilization. It, it's not new information. It's also written in the Georgia Guidestones, reduced the population to 500 million that they just blew up. This has been a uh, hallmark of the uh, New World Order, is to reduce the population. It really has. So that you can't go into the hospital anymore. Your doctors are not being allowed to prescribe drugs that they think will work. This is a tough time to be a physician, isn't it? Well, it is if physicians are following bureaucrat orders and administrators' orders just to keep their job, then they will stand before God on Judgment Day and be held accountable for the lives that they cost by their failure to offer early treatment. There's no question in my mind about that. No, I not know in mine that there either. are a lot of brave doctors who have honored their oath to help treat patients. Those doctors will stand before, and I've been one of them. I've been treating COVID patients with early outpatient treatment since March 2020. I've had no right. patients go in the hospital. I've had no one die of COVID. And I will stand before God on Judgment Day and say, Lord, I did my best with the tools we had available. Indeed, you did your best, indeed. Now, 
for children. They're wanting to give shots to children as low as six months. Uh, the clot shot, even Fauci says, is ineffective. More we return. The Biden administration is quickly moving to implement the liberal fantasy of socialist spending. After spending a $2.1 trillion stimulus, the president and Democratic-led Congress have introduced another $3 trillion plan to add to our insurmountable debt, seeking to raise taxes on Americans making as little as $200,000 a year. Have you seen the immigration footage? $87 million putting illegals in hotel rooms and our troops sleeping on parking garage floors. Could this be the biggest single gold-buying opportunity in history? Well, Wells Fargo and Goldman Sachs say this is the time to buy gold. Patriot Gold Group, where your IRA or 401k can be in physical gold and silver, and you may qualify for no fee for life IRA. Call 800-356-4470 for details. Patriot Gold Group, Consumer Affairs top-rated gold IRA dealer, five years running. Call 800-356-4470 today. We're talking with Dr. Lee Valley, and she's in Tucson and also Dallas. Uh, public health agencies are not following science. People are getting bad advice, and this is from Dr. Uh, McCary and uh, Tracy Beth uh, Hang, and uh, just came out. The calls for text messages are relentless. On the other hand, uh, end are doctors and scientists at top levels, NIH, FDA, CDC, uh, they're uh, frustrated, exasperated, and alarmed about the direction the agencies are going. It's a horror movie. I'm being forced to watch. I can't close my eyes. One senior FDA official lamented. People are getting bad advice. We can't say anything. Uh, the agency authorized COVID vaccines for infants and toddlers, including those who had COVID. And second, the fact that just months before, they bypassed the external experts to authorize booster shots for young children. The NIH's Vaccine Research Center has had many of the senior scientists leave, including a couple of the director and deputy director and chief medical officer. All left. No no leadership anymore. They've, CDC's had a similar problem. This goes throughout the entire agency. These people are abandoning ship. These are medical doctors who are leaving the CDC, leaving the NIH because they can't put up with it anymore especially when they're seeing these shots given to children. You're the same way, aren't you? You understand that children, according to Dr. Charles Simone, have an immunity to, they haven't got the receptor sites yet. They can't, they, they really are not that susceptible to COVID. Are they, Dr. Belie? No, children really aren't that susceptible to COVID for many reasons. And they very quickly get over it if they get it, unless it's a child with obesity, diabetes, lung disease, things that are the medical comorbidities that make them high risk for anybody. Well, yeah, yeah. Those things but the vaccine doesn't anyone. help reduce the severity of the illness, and the vaccine is causing problems. Altering, you know, the other problem that not many people are talking about is that when you're giving these COVID shots to young children, you're damaging the testicles in boys and the ovaries in girls. And it, it is 
drastically affecting all aspects of their future brain development, reproduction, and overall health. Those reproductive hormones, that's my field in climacteric medicine from puberty to late life, is how the reproductive hormones affect every aspect of our health, and right. including brain function. And the, these children are being permanently damaged with inflammatory damage to the ovaries in girls and the testicles in women. And the Chinese did research on that in, five years ago and published it and no one's paying attention to it. Wow. So the idea that male sperm count is way down is going to be even worse with the upcoming crop of kids. Absolutely. It's already happening. Oh, goodness. Goodness, goodness. You know, when you look at the young males now with the very thin bodies and they don't have the normal male muscle development, a lot of a lot of those young males already have testicular damage that no one's checking because you can tell by by the body that should be have different characteristics physically in their in their early 20s and no one's checking that but chronic marijuana use decreases the testicle alcohol use decreases the testicles a lot of soy in the diet decreases testicular function in guys and, it, it, you know, people have joked about the soy boys, but that's real right. because soy interrupts, soy isoflavones interrupt the thyroid and they damage the testicular function as well as ovarian function in girls. So there are a lot of environmental and dietary factors that already are causing damage to the girls' ovaries and boys' testicles that are causing changes in the menstrual cycle for girls and fertility for girls and causing changes in testicular function and fertility for guys. The sperm count being down is one of those. But we've seen a drop-off in live births in, in UK, Norway, and several other countries in the nine months following the rollout of the COVID shots they now can show an 8 to 11% drop in the number of live births in those countries, which wow. means human fertility was already affected. And that's a, that has never been reported ever in the, in the recorded history of tracking human live births. Valide, Dr. Valit, you're talking 8 to 11%, Dr. Valit. That is huge. That's huge. I know. Nobody's talking about it, Erskine. Thank you for having me on. Oh, it's God devastating. Bless you. It's devastating. They are Blech. accomplishing their goals of decreasing the human population right now. Wow. Deaths are up. Let me give you another death certificate and uh, statistic. And this is from Edward Dowd and his team of insurance industry actuaries and analysts who looked at the mortality rate, the death rate in 18 to 45 year olds within the nine months following the COVID shot rollout. That death rate in the working population, which also includes our military age population, 18 years old to 44 years old, which is a normally healthy population, 61,000 Americans died in nine months 
compared to 58,000 that died in 10 years in that age group in the Vietnam War. Wow, are you nine months versus 10 years? I also heard that a lot of that is due to the the, um, drugs coming over from Mexico. No, they are talking, we're talking about the deaths in the nine months after the COVID shot rollout that they analyzed. And that's CDC data across that age group. That's not in, that's not factoring in that we already had no more deaths in that group. No wonder, no wonder people are, no wonder people are quitting the NIH. No wonder they're quitting the CDC. The people there know, don't they? Yes, they do. And those with a conscience are quitting. But they should right. be speaking out. Well, we need, we need a, instead of a January 6th, we need a Nuremberg-style trial for why some of these people are promoting these things. We also need to We've examine We've been calling Hunter for Biden that too. for a month. Good, good. And an article by Selwyn Duke talked about that how we need the Nuremberg-style trial. He did the comparisons as to what's happening now versus then. Uh, incredible article. Now, what they've done to the children, they've made them wear masks. We know masks do nothing. They've closed schools. It's really affected the poor, the minority, those who have uh, learning problems, put them so far behind on their math and other scores. Uh, we've uh, talked about ignoring natural immunity. We've failed a whole generation of children. They're not telling people to avoid ibuprofen. They're not telling them to avoid ACE inhibitors, which can help. They're not telling them any of that. They're telling them stay inside, which is the worst place to be. They're telling them don't go outside, don't play, which is what they should be doing, isn't it? They, we're not telling them take vitamin D3, which people should be taking, right? That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Now, what do we do, Dr. Valit, if you've had the shot? Is there any way to protect yourself from the problems of the shot if you've already taken it? Is there any way to get back to normal, or is it so ingrained in your system where you can't? Well, there are ways to treat the complications, and I've been treating them in my patients since the shots were first rolled out. And okay, what do you recommend? What do you recommend? Guide. Well, we, we have written it up in a little 20-page booklet that people, that is layman's language, simple step-by-step guide that people can download from our website. We'd like a donation, but if you can't donate to support the charity work we're doing, then you can download it for free after you put in your email. The Vaccine now that's, that's Treatment that's, uh, Guide. That's at vivelifecenter.com, right? No, that's at truthforhealth.org. Okay, and I will have F-O-R. that up on my website. Yeah, F- truth, F-O-R-Health.org has, there's vaccine injury resources. Click on the tab. You'll see all of these options. We have treatment recommendations. We have podcasts that tell people what's happening and what you can do about it. Yes, there's a lot you can do to turn around the damage and get your body healthier, but you have to take action. Your doctors are not telling you this. No, they aren't. It's very hard to find information. You've got a 
God bless you, Dr. Belief, for doing that. You've got a 20-page book because a lot of people have been asking me, I took the shot, what could I do? I mean, there's That's no data. That's we on- why we did it, Erskine, because we said the whole focus of our work in this charity is empowering people with the information the government is denying them. And we are researching the medical. We're presenting things that are medically sound and safe. And they're things I'm using in my practice, and I know they work. So I'm getting my patients better. There are ways to do this. But doctors are just following the government lies, and they're not telling patients. So we're doing the job the government isn't doing, and their doctors aren't doing. That's why we created the Citizens Vaccine Injury Reporting System. If you're having complications, report it on our system so that we we can help guide you to resources. I have never seen so much misinformation in all my life as has been put out about this vaccine. This is the worst case of misinformation I've ever seen. We've been lied to from every angle. This is horrible. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you're Republican, Democrat. We don't want to be lied to by either side. And we certainly have. And every time I see Fauci, I say, this guy should be brought up on trial absolutely for what he's done and uh notice that Ra- senator Rand paul just tore him apart the other day he deserves it well he he should be tried and this we have been calling for a nuremberg 2.0 di- fine reiner fulmec has been pushing for that internationally since 2020 and Dr. David Martin has filed similar suits in Utah. There are many groups and many medical organizations. Children's Health Defense Organization has been calling for this. We need the people who can initiate that military tribunal to have the courage to step up and do the right thing. We need doctors, more doctors to speak out. We need politicians to speak out. We need law enforcement to speak out. We need the people at NIH and CDC who know the lies and know the fraud and know the cover-up to have courage and speak out. Don't just walk away from the lies. Get out there and start having the courage to speak out. Absolutely. They need to speak out, speak up, and tell what's going on. Uh, the studies have not been accurate. The next case, school closures happened. Uh, we've failed a generation of students, of children. The FDA's, the FDA, two top regulators, Dr. Marion Gruber, director of the FDA's vaccine office, and her deputy, Dr. Philip Krause, quit last year over political pressure to authorize vaccine boosters in young people. They just quit. February 25th, 75% of the children in the U.S. already had natural immunity. 75%. Now, this is insanity that they'd be given one thing on top of another. Absolute insanity. You're watching this, and then I'm watching that some of the people who've had the vaccines are still flying airplanes, and some of them are passing out from it, from the so-called vaccine. I think it's accurate to call it a clot shot at this point, don't you? Yes, I'm certainly seeing that in my own practice. I can vouch for the fact that people 
are developing blood clots following these COVID shots. You have got to pay attention and push to get the laboratory blood test that your doctor's not telling you about, but it's in our guide. Follow that list of the tests that you need to know in order to determine what are the areas of damage in your body. It can be done. These are simple blood tests we've used for decades, my whole career. Now, if you've taken the shot, even if you've taken it, how, how, how long and is it effective and for how long? Even according to Fauci, it's not very effective. No, it's not. We just had a peer-reviewed study that compared those who've gotten the shot versus those who had COVID and have natural immunity. Right, And right. what the researchers found was people who got the COVID shots were 13 times more likely to catch COVID after being jabbed than the unjabbed people were likely to get reinfected after COVID. And when the jabbed people, people who get the shot, have a breakthrough infection, they're seven times more likely to get a serious case of COVID than the people who had natural infections. The shots don't work. The Biden administration is quickly moving to implement the liberal fantasy of socialist spending. After spending a $2.1 trillion stimulus, the president and Democratic-led Congress have introduced another $3 trillion plan to add to our insurmountable debt, seeking to raise taxes on Americans making as little as 200000 a year. Have you seen the immigration footage? $87 million putting illegals in hotel rooms and our troops sleeping on parking garage floors. Could this be the biggest single gold-buying opportunity in history? Well, Wells Fargo and Goldman Sachs say this is the time to buy gold. Patriot Gold Group, where your IRA or 401k can be in physical gold and silver, and you may qualify for no fee for life IRA. Call 800-356-4470 for details. Patriot Gold Group, Consumer Affairs top-rated gold IRA dealer, five years running. Call 800-356-4470 today. Now, Dr. Vliet, when you're talking about this, more and more doctors, they're aware of what's going on, aren't they? They're starting to wake up, and you're getting more and more joining the Association of Physicians and Surgeons because of that, aren't you? Exactly right. Yeah, because uh, they want to do the right thing. They took a Hippocratic oath to harm none, do as little harm as possible, and to help people. And that's what you went into medicine for. My mother was a nurse. I understand medicine. My wife was a, was a nurse. She uh, worked in Bernia. She worked in uh, emergency room. Uh, nurses and doctors don't take, uh, don't go to work generally for the money. They go to work because they want to help people. Let's let's not forget that. But you can't sell out and help people, can you? No. You've got to stay focused on the core fundamental oath in medicine. Our oath is to the patient and to do what is, in our judgment, the best for that patient. You can't serve two masters. And you certainly don't want to take orders as a medical professional from Dr. Jill Biden 
who got her doctorate, not in medicine. And you don't want to take your orders from somebody like Joe Biden, who doesn't know what day it is and waves it, uh, shakes hands with the air. You don't want to take your orders from a guy like Dr. Fauci, who is a real doctor, but he's also a proven liar to before Congress. This is incredible. This is destroying faith in the medical profession. You know that. You're watching it every day. You'd never be ashamed to be a doctor because you're doing the right thing. So if you're looking for a good physician, find someone like Dr. Valide, who's going to tell you the truth, someone who's going to follow through. And uh, if you take the shot, somebody who can help you with that. Now, remember, you've got that 20-page booklet and Truth for Health, T-R-U-T-H-F-O-R, health.org. And go up there, and if you want to make a donation, do it. Otherwise, get the booklet, because there's too much that we need to do. Uh, Prevention, uh, the masks don't do any good. The distancing doesn't do any good. I think one of the things that's also helpful, especially if you've got a beard, wash your face very carefully in your hands. Follow good sanitary procedures. That's very important, isn't it? Yes, absolutely. That's, That's basic hygiene. For any infectious illness of any kind. Hygiene 101, wash your face and hands very carefully. And you don't have to worry about it being antibacterial because this isn't a bacterial substance. It's a virus, right? And don't get the two confused. There's a lot of differences, aren't there? Well, there are. And we explain that in our COVID early treatment guide. We also have handouts on simple things you can do to flush your nose and mouth with right. antiviral, bactericidal components. You can use povidone iodine, iodine in a dilute solution. You can use a dilute hydrogen peroxide solution, and you can use a dilute chlorine dioxide solution. We have information on all of that on our wow. website with simple directions. How do you flush your nose and mouth to prevent viral illness? Because that's where it starts, and if you do that, each morning and each evening, you can pretty much reduce your risk of getting most any viral illness that gets <laughs> down into your lungs because you're getting rid of it with the proper nasal and mouth flushes. I want to thank you for giving out information that is usable information, not just uh, talking to be talking and not talking about all that's wrong, but you're doing something positive, Dr. Belief. You really are. You are an exceptional, you're an exception because you are doing so many things positive. Are we going to have another problem with another virus coming down the road? They're telling us we're going to. There's no reason for us not to believe them. Are we going to have another shutdown? People aren't going to buy the shutdown again. They're not going to buy the shutdown again. Not again. We're tired of it. Your listeners and the public in general need to know that our peaceful non-compliance, use Martin Luther King's example, peaceful resistance and non-compliance, you don't have to close your business, you don't have to wear masks, you don't have to give in to the fear-mongering. Yes, they are already telegraphing. They're going to use monkeypox and Marburg as fear-mongering viral illnesses to scare everyone into another lockdown to disrupt the midterm elections. It's 
obvious the playbook they're using. Don't buy it. Protect Don't fall for it again. All the resources we gave you. Thank you, Dr. Philippe. All aboard the Truth Express. You can listen on your favorite podcast app or local radio station. Patriot Gold Group, Consumer Affairs operating five years running for your IRA or 401k. Call 800-356-4470 today. All aboard the Truth Express with your conductor, Erskine, who give you the latest on national news, politics, policies, business, and government issues. Patrick Wood is joining us now. Patrick is one of the pioneers in discovering what's been going on. Over 40 years ago, he co-authored uh, Modern Globalization, uh, Trilaterals over Washington in 1978 with the late Professor Anthony C. Sutton. Mr. Wood is the leading expert on technocracy. I came in about the 1930s and uh, technocracy rising, the Trojan horse of global of uh, global transformation and technocracy, the hard road to world order. He founded Citizens for Free Speech. We'll talk about that to counter big tech social censorship with local activism. And he's finally going to be releasing the evil twins of technocracy and transhumanism. Now, technocracy is a science of social engineering, operation of the entire social mechanism, produce and distribute goods, services to the entire population. This is what they're bringing in technocracy this is why they're using the global climate change for technocracy it's all to bring in the social change has nothing to do with the climate nothing to do with the planet going under nothing to do with aoc's 12 years and we're dead nothing to do with running out of oil oil is being produced it isn't from the dinosaurs like we thought and then tech technocracy is uh to the trans formation of society as transhumanism is to the transformation of people who will live in. Patrick, please tell us what transhumanism means. What is the actual simple definition of transhumanism? Well, hey, Erskine, the, the idea behind transhumanism is to, um, is to indicate that we're in transition towards the post-human state. That means, in other words, we're, we're transitioning, right? But not in a sexual way. This is, this is to get us to the post-human state. What that means is that technology is being used today by at least a group of people that are bought into this to advance the human condition, to extend life even to the point of immortality, to extend knowledge through implants and other types of ways to get into your head, to extend knowledge to where we can become omniscient, and also, in a sense, to extend perhaps life into uploading, you know, your brain or whatever into a computer so that you can be everywhere at once that you want to be, which is, of course, omnipresence. 
And if, it, if it's oh. missed you so far, there's, these are qualities of godhood, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, what they're yes, trying they to are. do is say, saying that we are gods and uh, we can transcend this. In other words, these people know they're going to go to hell and they are trying to avoid it at every cost, right? Well, that's just about it. They are. They, they're, they're spending all of our taxpayer resources to do it as well because right. almost all of the transhuman science is coming out of universities that are taxpayer-supported. And it's really ironic that, well, I don't know how ironic it is, but these people would never get anywhere if they didn't have multimillion-dollar budgets to play around in laboratories to invent stuff that's going to benefit them and nobody else. But these are tax, you know, universities are by and large supported by taxpayers around the world. Right. And um, that's one reason that the, these people have gone undetected for so long, Erskine, because who, what journalist ever goes to a university to get a story from, a, you know, from some science lab? No, I mean, it just no. doesn't happen. It, and the, the so other no thing story. is. The other thing is they want to eliminate the population, too many humans, and they uh, somebody uh, blew up the Georgia Guidestones where it said to eliminate it down to 500 billion people. And this is in keeping with what Gates has always been saying, wants to reduce the population, wants to reduce the population, wants to reduce the population. Listen to what they're saying. They want us dead so the elites can control everything. That's exactly what they want. They want the elites to be in control. They have two goals. Number one was the uh, global warming uh, environmental goal, and that was their number one, the Green New Deal. And this is uh, essentially we're talking about the Great Reset, the Green New Deal. And secondly, they talk about the critical race theory. They want us, uh, the white people, the black people, the Hispanic people, all to be against each other down at the bottom. And uh, then they are going to look and see what the elites are doing. So they're creating all of these different uh, subgenres and all these different classifications. So you're not looking at what the big guys are actually doing to all of us, which is creating us into their slaves, in my opinion. Yes, I think uh, uh, they have a vision for the world. Um, the World Economic Forum talks about reimagining right. the world. <laughs> like. Hey, whatever the, whatever's in your mind, babe, we can do it. And yeah. you know this this whole this is dangerous when you take a, a narrow group of people who have an otherworldly philosophy about whatever. Actually, they have no philosophy; they're just living day to day. But when you take a group of people like that who say they are going to reimagine the world, look out, because who are they to reimagine the world? These are a bunch of crackpots. Absolutely. They're the ones coming up with these ideas on what the world should look like. And right, right. And we're not we're not us us lowly people are not a part of it. It's only for those who meet at Davos and those places. It's only for the Soros's of the world, the gates of the world. They are better than us. Don't you know that? They're better. So this now what the the way they're doing it, I found this to be an interesting article that you just got out. And this is uh, uh, really interesting. This had to talk with the polycrisis of doom, uh, technocracy's mother of all war, wars to conquer the world. And this uh, was extremely interesting that they're coming up with so many different things at one time. They're throwing everything at us. They're scared because people are waking up. They're scared or they wouldn't be doing it. 
uh, the impending polycrisis of doom, perfect storm for socioeconomic influences to signal troubles ahead. That's what they're doing. They're throwing the whole kit and caboodle at us at one time, aren't they? Well, the, the World Economic Forum has been talking about build back better for a long time. This is, this right. is spread, by the way, to almost every world leader. Joe Biden has been talking about it. We're going to build back better. And right. that's part of what the Green New Deal is all about and this, you know, crazy policies he's got. But the idea of building back better, Erskine, implies that everything must be burnt to the ground before you can start the building process. You yes. don't build on top of something that's already there. You build on something that's been burned down. And this scorched earth policy that they are that they are implementing only indicates that they're in process of burning it down so that they can build back better. This sure. is the great reset. This is the war that they have declared against humanity in order to destroy the capitalist free market economic system that we have and replace it with technocracy, which is different. It's a resource-based economic system where they own all the resources and they supposedly will benevolently let us use some of them from time to time if we're good little boys and girls. If we're good little boys and girls and follow everything that they say, then you uh, will have great social credit scores like they do in China and be completely controlled by the government unless you do what they tell you. When they tell you, take your COVID shots to do this, do that. But the problem is that most of the things yeah. they do are for control and to harm us. They're not to help us. They aren't to help us. Make no mistake about that. We are about to become slaves of the society that runs us. That's who's going to be yeah. running us. And uh, they're destabilizing us with food and energy shortages, aren't they? Absolutely. This is this is so important to realize. All of these policies right now that are dis, that are disturbing the world, energy policy, food policy, financial policy, every one of these are manufactured crises. They right. are not real. They are manufactured from the ground up. For instance, in the Netherlands right now, right. the government there in the Netherlands has adopted United Nations policies for reducing food production. So they're cutting back the farmers by by taking away the nitrogen-based fertilizers that farmers need to grow food. The farmers are rebelling because they know if they don't stop this now, they're out of business and their their country and Europe is going to starve as a result. They're fighting back like crazy. But this whole business of cutting back nitrogen fertilizer that, that didn't just fall off a turnip truck for Pete's sake. They've been preaching this for, for 20 years, and now they have control. They have the power to do it, and they are doing it. So you hey. see all of a sudden you see Russia lobbing missiles into the, farm, uh, into the farms in Ukraine where fields of grain ready to harvest are being burned to the ground. Right. Now, what's this all about? This is not accident. This is a purposeful destruction of the world's food system. They're doing the same thing with energy. Who's who's buying it up here? Bill Gates and others are buying up all of our food. Uh, They own 24,000 acres. He bought in Arizona alone. He bought land in North Dakota, Tennessee, all over the country. He's buying up land for food production. And they're telling us, eat bugs. Eat bugs and eat worms and go to plant-based and all of this. Now, Sri Lanka, Ghana's uh, agricultural minister, 
uh, talking about organic fertilizer. They can't get fertilizer. They've got food shortages and they've got hunger. However, the United Nations in 2008 put forth a document saying famine's a good thing because when people are hungry, they work harder. In other words, they don't care about people being hungry. Don't ever give to the United Nations because they are in, they are in favor of it. And then they wrote about it. They said this was a, uh, this was not real. It was just a joke. It was put out as satire. And then they said, did the UN ever put out satire before? No, never. They are encouraging famine. They want that as a method of control to get the poor to work harder. That's, uh, yeah, we, th- this has been in their writings for so long. And people, people for some reason just think that they're, they're benevolent, that they're going to, they're going to, be kindly towards the world and citizens of the world. I mean, after all, they say they're going to re- they're going to eliminate hunger and poverty, um, right? You know, no, they're it, no, they're going to cause it with the uh, they are causing the great it. reset. They are causing they're it. causing it, right? And of course, on That's the right. energy, what are they doing? They're blaming Putin. They're blaming Trump. They're blaming the gas stations. And oh, I've done such a good job. It's lowered a little bit. Insanity. Nobody's buying their story, are they anymore? Uh-oh. And we, and we see, I know they they're not, and we we see this in America too. I saw a story just today, where uh, our Secretary of Transportation, uh, Mr. Buttigieg, Buddha Judge, Buddha Judge, yeah, yeah, Buddha right. Judge, whatever, Buddha, whatever, right. he says that uh, the pain of high gas prices is a benefit to accelerate the green transition. That's an exact quote. The pain well, look, look, at the, look at the green transition. Look at the green transition, Patrick. They're telling people with electric cars, don't fill up because you're putting a strain on the grid system. They may not have air conditioning if you keep filling up your electric cars. So that's working well. Well, I mean, the, the uh, uh, wind and the solar are not reliable sources. They could be good and small uses, but they're not reliable. That's a problem, no. isn't it? It is. And, of course, the control over, well, I say control over energy. You know, only 1% of the vehicles right now are electric. And, and yeah, they're telling them to shut them down and don't fill them up. The Biden administration is quickly moving to implement the liberal fantasy of socialist spending. After spending a $2.1 trillion stimulus, the president and Democratic-led Congress have introduced another $3 trillion plan to add to our insurmountable debt, seeking to raise taxes on Americans making as little as 200000 a year. Have you seen the immigration footage? $87 million putting illegals in hotel rooms and our troops sleeping on parking garage floors. Could this be the biggest single gold-buying opportunity in history? Well, Wells Fargo and Gold Goldman Sachs say this is the time to buy gold. Patriot Gold Group, where your IRA or 401k can be in physical gold and silver, and you may qualify for no fee for life IRA. Call 800-356-4470 for details. Patriot Gold Group, Consumer Affairs top-rated gold IRA dealer, five years running. Call 800-356-4470 today. Patrick, we're really lucky today because we're being joined by a friend of yours and uh, hopefully a friend of mine, Bob Lettieri. 
and Bob is a candidate in Arizona. I think one of the most important things we can do this year, and you got to agree with me on this, Pat. I know you do. We've got to get good candidates, and we've got to get them elected. We don't need rhinos. We need good candidates who have experience, don't we? That's right. And we also need a whistleblower where where money is being spent nilly-willy with no accountability in our state at our expense and to our harm. And that's, uh, right. that's what Bob Cherry uh, intends to do here. And we need somebody who knows how to invest money, unlike the Biden That's administration right. that has nobody with business experience in their administration. The whole about how much business experience Pete Buttigieg got, how much does any of them have? Uh, Bob Letary is a candidate for treasurer in the state of Arizona. This is kind of candidates that we need everywhere across the country. Former CFO, experience to invest our money. He's invested other people's money. His website is Bob for Treasure. Bob, you've had a lot of experience as CFO. You've had a lot of experience investing money. Can you invest money as treasurer? Is that what the treasurer does in Arizona primarily? In most states, they invest the money. And and why do we need need a difference of change in investing right now? Okay, so based upon my understanding of the revised Arizona statutes as it addresses the duties of treasurer, the prime focus is investing. That's the duty, prime duty of the Treasury, is to invest the money that comes into the Treasury from legislative efforts regarding taxes, sale of land, and, and other income streams that are controlled by legislators and come into the Treasurer's office. So the How, are they, doing is, right? How are they doing right now, Bob? How's the Treasury doing now on well, their investments? You know, let me get into that by, uh, by, I'm looking at the cover letter, the uh, Treasurer's cover letter to the last annual report. And it basically uh, shows that in, 19, in 1919, or 19, excuse me, in 2020, the balance of investments was $19.3 billion. And that's the valuation of every security, bond, and note that's held by the Treasurer. Right. A year later, a year later, it went up to twenty six point one billion. That's growth of six point eight billion. Now, what differentiates me from this person is that, based upon my experience reporting to shareholders, investors through the SEC, that I would have a reconciliation of how we got from nineteen three to twenty six one. Specifically, what flowed into the Treasury, how right. we made out as far as interest goes. So it's inflows into from taxing sources, it's interest on investments, and then it's gain or losses on those securities held. That would be a reconciliation between the $26.1 billion and 19.3. Right now, all it tells us is that there was an increase from 19.3 to 26.1. So what? Maybe, Lies. maybe, maybe the inflow from taxes and, and, and other sources was greater than $6.8 million. How do we know we right. didn't, there wasn't money lost on the investments? So I would change that immediately. Now, how you need, are we you need a proper accounting. Decision? Number one, you need a proper accounting as to how you got the money and how much interest you're making. Because I understood that they're making less interest than you could get out of bank. Well, 
I don't know if that's the case in its entirety, but I will tell you that there is one fund, one fund that's in the annual report. If you go to it, it's the most recent one, which is almost a year old by now. It's June 30th, 2001. Scroll down to page 8 to 10. It's called the External Pool of Investments. It's worth $5.1 billion. It made $19 million in interest and lost 10.2 in value. So it returned to the taxpayers of Arizona $8.8 million on a base of $5.1 billion. That's 1%. That's it. Terrible. The Biden administration is quickly moving to implement the liberal fantasy of socialist spending. After spending a $2.1 trillion stimulus, the president and Democratic-led Congress have introduced another $3 trillion plan to add to our insurmountable debt, seeking to raise taxes on Americans making as little as 200000 a year. Have you seen the immigration footage? $87 million putting illegals in hotel rooms and our troops sleeping on parking garage floors. Could this be the biggest single gold buying opportunity in history? Well, Wells Fargo and Goldman Sachs say this is the time to buy gold. Patriot Gold Group, where your IRA or 401k can be in physical gold and silver, and you may qualify for no fee for life IRA. Call 800-356-4470 for details. Patriot Gold Group, Consumer Affairs top-rated gold IRA dealer, five years running. Call 800-356-4470 today. Well, Patrick Wood was on the committee in Arizona with uh, my friend Jim O'Connor that picked the people that they feel like were best qualified. He picked uh, Kerry Lake. He picked General McGrath, who I really like. Uh, he's very strong on the border. You picked a uh, gentleman who we have with us right now, Bob Letary, to be treasurer. And Bob has a couple of things. He believes in investment transparency. He believes in election integrity. Those are all positive things. Not only believes in it, but he's worked for it. He believes in protecting our borders, but as treasurer, I'm not sure what he can do with that. But he doesn't believe in Green New Deal banking. He believes in getting the best that you can get for your money because the Green New Deal, we're watching what that's all about. Bob, I want to wish you luck. And anything you want to ask Bob, uh, uh, Patrick, anything you'd like to ask him? Well, I, actually, I, I could say, well, how's it going? I, I expect yeah. it's going pretty good. But, you know, our, our predictions that, w- that we made, our endorsements and stuff that we gave, it's kind of interesting how it's panning out because other big-time endorsements come in, like from Donald Trump and from oh, people like uh, the Turning Point USA, to Charlie Kirk, and, and other, right. you know, big-name politicians, uh, Vice President Pence is now standing behind Karen Robson. That's not going to help her. That's not going to help her very much. Not Vice President Pence, no. No. I don't think so. But uh, it's interesting to see the the political field, you know, playing out here in Arizona. But I'll tell you one thing. If Arizona falls, if we continue this globalist trend that we're in right now, we're doomed. It's over for us. And I'm not willing to accept that. I don't think other Arizonas are. And what I really stressed the whole time, and I know Bob has had the very same idea, is we need to take care of Arizona first. You know, we love the other states. We love our nation. We love foreign countries, whatever. God bless them all. But we need to take care of Arizona. 
Arizona is where we live, and this is our that's, money. It's our tax. That's why. Credit. That's why our I like uh, Bob Letary. That's why I like uh, Finchon. He's taking care of uh, the uh, election integrity, especially him. We can't have Adrian Fontes as our Secretary of State. We've got to have Mark Fincham. And the other person who I really like is General McGrath. He has been served on the border in charge of the National Guard here. Nobody knows the border better than he does. So he would be a great senator. So we've got some really fine candidates. Got to get the word out. Bob, I wish you all the luck in the world. God bless you, my friend. You've gone Thank be you. a fabulous treasurer. We need you in the office. We really need you. You're not doing it for yourself. You're doing it for, to serve the people of Arizona. Thank you, Bob. Thank you. Yes, sir. Patrick, uh, we need more people like Bob Letary, don't we? Well, we do, and you know uh, the, the the business of finance is so often overlooked. But you and I both know wherever there, wherever I don't care where it is, any place that there is not transparency and accountability, corruption comes in immediately. People start taking money from here, from there, doing things that they shouldn't be doing with it, and we know that's true. And every single case, whether it's a business or whether it's a political campaign or you know, government office, whatever, you got to watch these people. And the only way to keep it straight is to keep all the cards on the table all the time and let everybody see them. And this has not been done in Arizona for a long time. There's been, you know, funny money, game playing, um, slush funds, money misspent that, you know, just gets swept under the table. We can't do this anymore. There's, there's just no room for it anymore. We have to put stuff on the table so that everybody can see it. We haven't got time to play their games. We don't have time for that type of thing. Now, when is your book, The Evil Twins, Technocracy and Transhumanism, when is that coming out? I'd like to see it in print this fall, honestly, but I have a Substack account right now that is serializing the book for a small subscription fee, and right. that's uh, patrickwood.substack.com. Now, um, now what do you, give, me, give me that uh, email again. Give me, or rather, the uh, yeah, uh, website. It's, it's it's Patrick Wood, no no dot or anything. It's patrickwood.substack.com. And um, uh, I'm putting it up there so that I can give people an early opportunity to get this material into their hands. It's so important right now. Uh, normally, I wouldn't do this. I just write the book, and when I get done with it, Now, I what do you it. do? Get a, get a chapter every month? Is that how it works? I'm doing about it. Right now, I'm on a schedule to do a chapter every two weeks. Wow, so I'm, I'm hot and heavy on this right now. Hot and heavy on it. Good. We've got to be. We've got to be. Are you looking for a big change in November? Are we going to have a big change in the Republicans taking over the House and the Senate? And are they going to be, I don't care if it's Republicans or Democrats, I want people who are conservative who believe in America. Are we going to have that? I don't want, I don't know that why more Lynn Cheney's or Kinzinger. I don't want any of the Schumer's. I don't even, I don't even want, uh, what's his name? The Speaker of the House, the Turtle from Kentucky, yes. Mr. McConnell. So how, how are we looking on it? I think there's going to be a definite swing towards more real conservatism. I think some of the rhinos like, uh, like Liz, uh, like Cheney are going to get thrown out. Um, that doesn't mean, however, that the saviors of the world have come to Congress. You know, just because we right. have a Republican majority doesn't mean squat anymore. We, we, 
you know, we we need to hold each one of them, each one of their feet to the fire, and say, you need to take care of us and quit this United Nations garbage, uh, all this, you know, sustainable development garbage, and you know, destroying energy, Green New Deal, all stuff. We need to completely destroy this model in America, so that in such a way that it never comes back again to bite us. Will we have those I kind also, of people also I just don't know I also yet. I want to ask every candidate a question. Are you for yep. uh, having impeachment hearings against Mayorkas, who's in charge of Homeland Security? The man says the border's secure. We know he's lying. Are we going to have impeachment hearings about uh, uh, Joe Biden and his son Hunter? Are we going to talk about that? We need to do that. And are we going to disband the January 6th, which is nothing but a political witch hunt? We need to find out where they stand on those issues. If they aren't willing to stand up for an impeachment of Mayorkas, they're not willing to stand up to investigate Joe Biden and the Biden crime family. I'm not trying to prejudge them, but the facts are the facts. We've all seen it. And I'm not going to try to prejudge any of it, but it's true. Uh, I need to know from whoever we elect, Senate, Republican or Democrat, they're willing to do that, don't we? Yes, this this would bring closure for a lot of Americans right now if there was any any serious investigation of all these travesties that have happened. If they don't do that, then that will right. just tell us where they stand collectively. Right. Now, they did nothing to Hillary Clinton. They've got to do something with Joe Biden. They've got to, Biden has sold us out to China. Make no mistake about it. Part of the Green New Deal was Biden family selling us out to China through Hunter. This is the biggest scandal we've ever had, and to my way of thinking, that's treasonous to sell the country out. <laughs> it is. We're also you know the, getting the, the off- yeah. We're also getting the Green New Deal through our financial institutions. They are developing a social credit score. They're tracking right. every right. every 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 purchase that you make and developing a carbon footprint for you. And once this emission level from your carbon footprint goes over a certain level, your credit card is shut down, which means oh. that they are imposing on us the new Green Deal with no legislation. That's the same thing they did in China, isn't it, Bob? Yes. Yeah, social credit and score. This- NYU School of Law, you sent me this article, Patrick. Digital ID is paving a digital road to hell. And this is exactly what's happening. They're doing digital ID promoted by global actors like the World Bank, governments, foundations, vendors, and consulting firms. We're all going to have our digital ID. And you send another one. That, Patrick said the best articles. This is about uh, pixelated, uh, the continuous great harvest of your medical records. I had no idea that the medical records, anything on Google is open to everybody. That's that's incredible, Patrick. It's true, isn't it? Well, Google's following Facebook in this case, where where trackers are put into browsers and into websites and so on that collect data on the people that visit those places. So uh, uh, this this harvesting has been taking place for a long time. Google is just following suit, um, but you know other uh, companies, other big. Um, uh, high volume websites and so on are doing the same thing. And once once your data has been tracked, your browser history, what you're searching for, you know, what you buy online, that sort of thing. Uh-huh. Once that data is collected, it's available to anybody who wants to pay for it. And you're and not that far from the so- you're not that far from from going from data being collected to your social credit score. What Bob was talking about, are you? 
Well, that, that's right. The, the CSG thing is it's, uh, it's going to affect uh, people individually for sure, but also businesses and also uh, state organizations. For instance, in Arizona here, they're rating states all across the country based on the ESG value of the state itself. So if Arizona receives a lousy score from these, from these morons that are meddling with us, um, if we receive a low ESG score, guess what? We will be forced out of or priced out of or just frozen out of the borrowing market to where we can't get the favorable loans that we normally would get because, oh, you're bad little violators of, of our carbon footprint. You don't deserve to get loan money. Well, this cuts, knee, this cuts the knees off uh, or cuts people off with the kneecap, whether you're a business just trying to get a loan or whether you're a state just trying to operate normal, you know, normal business. Once these people put this badge on you, it's almost like you know that um, uh, that uh, yellow star that they used back in uh, right, back in right. Germany. Juice. You see, but look look at look at their ESG score. Who had the best ESG score in the entire world? Sri Lanka. Where are they now? The people overthrew the government because the people had no food to eat. Guyana had a very high score. I think it was ninety two. Agriculture manager began encouraging use of organic fertilizer in twenty twenty one. And Guyana had, uh, at one point, 2015, the World Bank approved largest ever guarantee for the country's energy sector, developed natural gas. They were going to be the new uh, oil and gas discoveries were incredible in Ghana. And look at what happened. Look what happened. They're starving and they got no fuel. I mean, ESG scores is a way to doom and destruction. We're at 58. But look at what's happened in Europe. They don't have fuel right now. They're going back to coal. Why? Because it works. It's dependable. They can't make it with that. They don't have fertilizer in the Netherlands. ESG score is a way to death. I mean, it is like they say, go woke and go broke. Go ESG and go broke. That's happening in countries all over the world, isn't it? And it's happening to a lot of companies right here in America as well. Right. So I I hope that... We don't have a great ESG score because that means we're looking out for the people and not for the uh, corporations and the uh, government telling us what to do. It's not even a government. It's a question of the globalist. That's a globalist score, isn't it? Oh, totally, totally. <clears throat> for, for, for the sake of Arizona, I would like to see as, as much of the globalist uh, uh, globalized businesses either removed or just blocked from coming in anymore in Arizona. We could do just fine. Our, our economic system in Arizona could do just fine without these globalist companies coming in here and basically stripping revenue, stripping assets away from our country, that or now, away from our state that do not benefit us. We could do just now, fine. Bill Bill Gates already got 25,000 acres in the West Valley here. They're going to build a Microsoft super city or something, something stupid. But the fact of the matter is, is there any way to stop people like China and Bill Gates from buying up whatever they want to, farmland and anything that they want, or are we just at their mercy? I can understand. I don't know any way you could do it legally. But even China is coming in, buying things next to the military bases and one thing and another. This is horrible. We are too open to our adversaries, and the open borders do the same thing. We are opening ourselves to a disaster with open borders and allowing anybody in, aren't we? 
Well, that's right. And, you know, as far as farmers are concerned, you know, I came from a farming background. I know you know that. Right. But, uh, I'll tell you what. I, I, I laid farmer a lot of responsibility and the, and the, on the farmers. Through, through the farming was where you learned your financing, too, wasn't it? <laughs> well, that's exactly right. But I'll yeah, tell you, you what. You know, I'm I'm very ashamed of the farmers in, in the world, in, in our country, that would sell land to people like Bill Gates. Uh, you know, I just want to say shame on them. What are you thinking? Uh, you know, when you when you release your family farm, and this is mostly family farms that have been buying right. up, shame right. on you people. You can't find anybody else to buy your property, or you're just willing for a few thousand or million dollars more to take his dirty money and sell our country down the road. I'm sorry. Our farmers need to be exhorted on this. Stop it. And what would their parents and their grandparents and their grandparents' grandparents who started that farm say about them selling out to somebody like Bill Gates? They would not be proud of them at all. They'd be rolling over in their graves. They would, because they were used to having a farm that they took care of their land and the land took care of them. Same thing with the animals on the farm and that sort of thing. They don't want a bunch of people going around uh, measuring the amount of gas that a cow has, which is what these people are going to do. They're going to do away with all meat. They want to do away with all meat. You're seeing it. Yep, that's right. Uh, you know, it's interesting if you take the, the population. Yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, take the population of the world right now, and, and, and or just our nation, for instance, and look at how much land Bill Gates has bought. You will find oh, where I'm using. Absolutely. We'll be right back. The Biden administration is quickly moving to implement the liberal fantasy of socialist spending. After spending a $2.1 trillion stimulus, the president and Democratic-led Congress have introduced another $3 trillion plan to add to our insurmountable debt, seeking to raise taxes on Americans making as little as 200000 a year. Have you seen the immigration footage? $87 million putting illegals in hotel rooms and our troops sleeping on parking garage floors. Could this be the biggest single gold-buying opportunity in history? Well, Wells Fargo and Goldman Sachs say this is the time to buy gold. Patriot Gold Group, where your IRA or 401k can be in physical gold and silver, and you may qualify for no-fee-for-life IRA. Call 800-356-4470 for details. Patriot Gold Group, Consumer Affairs top-rated gold IRA dealer, five years running. Call 800-356-4470 today. Well, you just heard an ad for Patriot Gold Group. And I asked Patrick yesterday, and asked Bob the same question, uh, since you both are investment people, you're both money people, I would like to know, where is a safe place to put your money? Collectibles, they're not good anymore. They're going down. Uh, Bitcoin, oh, yeah, right. Boom, like a rock down. Stock market, I'm I'm getting my stomach hurting from the way it's going up and down. I mean, this is a roller coaster on steroids. So where do we put money if we want safety? You put it in the bank and 11% inflation, you're losing money every day. It sits there. Where Correct. is there somewhere you can keep up with inflation? I'll ask Bob if you're there. Bob, can, you have an idea? I, am. I sure do. You know, historically, in times of high inflation, property and precious metals are the best places to put your metal, your money, excuse okay, me. Now, but let me qualify. But let me qualify that. 
as treasurer, as treasurer, what I would do is take a very defensive position on my investments. Right now, I would be putting more money into short-term fixed interest-bearing instruments like T-bills and treasury notes. I would go short on them, short-term on them, so that as interest rates move up, which they will, I can sell out of one short-term investment and buy in at a higher interest rate at the next one. So I'm going to take, if elected, a very defensive position on taxpayers' money. Short-term fixed interest is going to be my priority. I will not overlook equities where there is a history of dividends being paid. I think those are also safe havens. So that would be my strategy. I like that. What do you think, Patrick? You feel the same way? That's good. Nope, I like that. I'll, I'll tell you what else I like. Arizona is one of the few states in, in America that already has on the books, it's fully legal here, for the state to coin money in gold and silver in precious metals. And uh, if, as, and when our currency, uh, uh, you know, national currency goes up in smoke with the other currencies of the world, the fiat currencies, uh, I just want to point out, Arizona is already primed to issue its to issue and deal with and coin its own internal money based on precious metals. I think this could come into play in the future, and my guess is that the state treasurer is going to be right smack dab in the middle of such a thing if it ever comes to that. Well, we can't say it won't come to that because we've certainly seen things blow up in our blow up lately that we never thought would happen, haven't we? Absolutely. In the Never end of thought. it, we need to take care of ourselves in Arizona. So the key is, number one, we have to pray. We have to pray to God. And number two, we've got to keep our heads on straight. They came in with the COVID that made everybody afraid. And when you're afraid, you lose your common sense. Watch it the way people drive. Watch it the way everything's happening today. People have lost common sense. We need it back for November on the election. We need it back for people to take care of themselves. You can't rely on anybody else to take care of yourself. But I think this advice you're giving is really good. And that's worth the whole price of admission just to know. And individuals can also take care to get short-term six-month treasuries uh, at a fixed interest rate. And then another six months, be sure to look at. We are have to be proactive in managing your money today. You have to be proactive in managing your medical care. You cannot sit back and let other people take care of you. Uh, I think both of you all agree on that. I think so. Yes. Yes, you've got to be proactive. And that's what both of you tend to do. And I know that, Bob, when you become treasurer, you're going to be proactive for the state and the people of Arizona. And Indeed. I, f- I feel a lot better with somebody who does care and will be watching it every day rather than somebody who's going to sit back and let somebody else, some money manager or somebody else come in and take care. You can't do that. You've got to watch your own. Same thing with your health. Uh, are you optimistic, uh, Patrick? Are we? Go- are people waking up? I think we are. I think America is waking up. I'm watching the uh, mama bears. I'm watching the papa bears on the schools and everything. I think people are really waking up, and I think that the uh, they've overplayed their hand. Go ahead, Patrick. Well, yeah, the, the poly crisis of doom is, uh, again, kind of in my mind that we have all these things coming at us at the same time. 
And the, the overall financial meme that we have right now, thanks to the World Economic Forum and, you know, their Build Back Better program and so on, destruction of economic systems, we're, we're facing right now uh, a rollover into a deflationary period of time. And we need to cope with that. Thank you, Patrick. Bye. Thank you for being on. Thank you, Bob. Good luck, Bob. Thank you. All aboard the Truth Express. You can listen on your favorite podcast app or local radio station. Patriot Gold Group, Consumer Affairs operating five years running for your IRA or 401k. Call 800-356-4470 today.